What up, what up, y'all? <laughs> Welcome to... <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to Nothing But A Number. I'm Felicia. And I'm Tia. And today, we're talking about love and relationships. But first, sanity check. What's going on with you, friend? Girl, I'm tired. I feel like I didn't even have a weekend. Why? Work, 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 work. You worked on the weekend? Yes, I worked yesterday and I pulled up the computer to start work that I haven't done yet. What happened to, I'm doing better, just ask (laughs) the kids. I would say something, but I would be quiet (laughs) because I don't want to get in trouble for... uh, Name dropping? Yeah. Give this person a name. Let's call her Suzette. Yeah, that sounds good. What does Suzette do? She just being a Karen. That's all. But why is she making you work on the weekend? Well, she's not making me. I'm just keeping them off my back. I'm trying to survive. So it just be like that sometimes. But we'll talk about that more. Okay. In During, our next segment. Yes. The corporate days of our lives. Mm-hmm. But how you doing? You going? You doing okay? I am doing okay. I was so excited for you to come. I'm so excited that we started this. Me I think too. we really needed this bonding time because life gets in the way. Heck yeah. And I like that we've made a ritual of eating before <laughs> we start our podcast. We had some firehouse subs and it was fire. It was good, no lie. Then we had a pickle. Felicia ate her whole pickle <laughs> and her sandwich before I even finished my got... second half of my sandwich. Why you gotta call me out? <laughs> I think it just speaks to the quality <laughs> of the meal. The fact that you devoured it. Um, and then we even had cupcakes. We had Oreo cupcakes. They're on sale at Food Lion. Shout good out too. to Food Lion. Did you like it? Firehouse. Yeah, I did. It's good. And yeah. then Felicia bought wine. I had some sweet tea. I'm like full, full. Yeah. I'm really we, happy. The itis might sit in. I know. I might start slurring my words <laughs> going into a food coma. But yeah, I'm doing good. Can't complain. That's good. So what are you listening to, friends, since we last seen each other? Well, actually, no, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I found this girl. I actually knew of her. And then for some reason, all of the songs that I liked on my Spotify just either got hidden or unliked. Her name is Jeanette Claudette. I think that's how you pronounce it. And I was listening to her on the way to the mall this weekend. And she has a lot of nice like R&B slash Popish kind of songs. Oh, okay. But she's Spanish. It looks like she's Spanish because one of her songs, Twisted, on her album is sung in Spanish. So that's how I made that assumption. But yeah, I've been bumping her. She's had me in my feelings. She kind of reminds me of a less soulful Snow Allegra. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she gives me that vibe. But yeah, she's been cool, cool to listen to. What have you been listening to? I have to, to check her out. Yeah. Yeah. She has a couple of albums, actually, I think. But the one, the one I've been listening to is, I, I'm not even going to say it because I'm not going to tell you the right thing. But yeah, Jeanette Claudette is her name. Okay, cool. Yeah, what you been listening to? You know me, old school. What old school <laughs> you been listening to now? I hope not more titty balls. Oh, nah. <laughs> you done put away the titty balls? <laughs> yeah, I had to stop because the drum beat was just going on and on in my head. So I was oh. like, okay, got to give go-go a break for just a little bit. Um, But... Uh, on my Spotify, I was listening to um, a playlist called 90s Rump Shakers. Okay, Felicia. <laughs> okay, Felicia, how did you come across a, a playlist called Rump Shakers? Oh, you know why? Because remember when I sent you that, um, was it a meme with Key Sweat? Yeah, you were asking me, do I know who that is? Yeah. <laughs> Ask your mom. Look, here's, here's the age difference coming in. <laughs> So I think that's what started it. I was, you know, listening I start, yeah, I pulled him up to listen to some of his music, and like make it last, you know, yeah, just with the sweater, the one with the sweater album yeah, cover, yeah. And then that led me to listening, to, yeah, some '90s music. So yeah, that's a damn shame they didn't set up the algorithm <laughs> to link Keith Sweat to Rump Shakers. Yeah, but it, they, it has some good music up there. You know, I take you back, and plus, you yeah. know, it's upbeat. For when you're working or trying to get something done 
Yeah. Yeah. I need to do more like listening on Spotify. I only listen to podcasts. So that's all I get suggestions for. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to check that out. Yeah, check it out, girl. Age ain't nothing but a number. When it comes to love. Love. So, friend. Yes. Have you ever been in love before? Do tell. Do tell. I think that I've been in love before. Think? Um, I think. So, does it mean if I say I think that I haven't? (laughs) It means you're questioning. Because you're supposed to know. If you're in love, you're supposed to know, right? You don't think. You know. Yeah. I think so. I know I have been in love before. Let me change my answer. I know I have been in love before. But the reason I answered the way that I did just now is because in the past, my actions have led me to believe that only someone who is in love would do something as foolish as that. (laughs) Wait, okay. So you equate doing things out of character or what some might say is foolish with being in love I think it's a symptom. Interesting. You do not? To a certain extent. Well, maybe there's... We're getting way ahead of the conversation, but I will say maybe when you start trying to classify different types of love, like healthy love, unhealthy love. Toxic love. love. Checked love, unchecked love. Reckless love, Mm. responsible love. Okay, you know what? I actually have never thought about dissecting love from that angle mm-hmm. but before we even get that yeah because we jumping way i know we, girl we jump head first <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever been in love yes several times really at least in my eyes which i know some people will be like you know they make it like it's a limited amount of times or whatever that you can be in love i get that impression sometimes that. yeah like oh like if you know oh like okay this is totally off topic but on the lines of love and having a soulmate. Like some people think you have one and one only and that's it. Mm -hmm. And then maybe other people are like, oh, you thought that was your soulmate at the time, but you're not with them no more. So they couldn't be your soulmate. But could they have been? Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. So yeah. It's up to interpretation. Well then in that case, how did you know or how do you know when you're in love? I think that for me personally, Mm When you are not trying to make another person happy, but you want to make another person happy. That's simple. I think that has a lot to do with it, yeah. Because you like care about that person. You care about their well-being. You want to make them happy. Not saying that you're going to do stuff out of character where you're losing yourself in that person. Uh-huh. But I think that has a lot to do with it. Because... When you love somebody, you know, you care about them. You want them to be happy. Well, I love you, friend. I love you too, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you differentiate between... Because, like, this episode specifically was about romantic love. Right. So how do you differentiate knowing whether you are romantically in love with someone versus, like, how I love you as my friend, how I love my parents as my mother, my parents, my family, you know what I mean? From a relationship standpoint? From like a romantic standpoint. Because that's a very specific type of love. I feel like maybe I'm d- dumbing it down too much, but just attraction with a person. like. So is it too, is it like you care about their well-being, you want to make them happy, and you're attracted to them? Yeah, you have like a physical attraction. Physical? Okay, I think that, specifically? Yeah, I feel like physical well, maybe not, because I know a lot of people are in relationships and they're not yeah, necessarily physically say. attracted. But for me personally, yes, yes, <laughs> for you personally, I would say physical is a big part of for Being me romantically in love with someone. Yeah. So you can love an an ugly man. Yeah, I have plenty of times. <laughs> so wait, holla, 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 friend. Okay, so in that instance, when I haven't necessarily been physically attracted to them, yes. I'm attracted to them in other ways. Okay. Like how they make me feel. Okay. What they say to me, what they do to me, makes Ooh. me attracted to them. Are we going into the explicit? Nah, oh, not okay. yet. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like I know when I've had, been in relationships where I wasn't necessarily physically attracted to the man, uh-huh. like off the top. Like, it was always been how he treated me. Okay. That made me love that person even more. Okay. 
Does that make sense? It does. So you're saying romantic love. You know that you're in love with like a person in a romantic sense because you care for their well-being and you have some sense of attraction to them, whether that be physical, emotional, reciprocal, like what they do for you, just some type of attraction. Mm-hmm. And a connection. And a connection. Define yeah. the difference between the two for you. For which part? Between... Attraction and connection. I think you have to have something that binds you together outside of the physical. Because the physical is may not last. That that could die mm-hmm. between you and a person. Like, think about, you know, old couples. Yeah. They may not get down and dirty anymore. Well, but, you know, well, some of them. The STD rate in the um, nursing homes is the highest. Ill. But... <laughs> I mean, I'll be, of course, yeah, because when I get to be that old. (laughs) Ew, Felicia. Ain't nobody need to know that. Everything is still working. (laughs) Ew, Felicia. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Okay, but back to what you were asking me. I feel like you have to have something to bind you together or bond you together Mm -hmm. outside of the physical. Because some people would say, oh, that's superficial physical attraction. You can't that's not going to keep you with anybody. Mm -hmm. You can get whatever from anybody Mm -hmm. out here. But then, you know, you have loyalty, you know, respect for that person or whatever connection that you have that that you feel spiritually or emotionally with that person, some kind of connection. Yeah. What do you think? I agree. I agree. So for me, I know that, like I said, I think I know I'm in love because my behavior starts to change um, in the sense of I just become very concerned about that person's well-being and have been so in a way that has become a little codependent in the past. Uh, So that's why I'm just kind of like, ooh, I don't know. Like, was it just toxic love that I've experienced in the past? Like, have I, can I say that my past relationships were truly authentic in the sense of me loving that person in a healthy way? But I really do resonate with this idea that, you know, you have this this concern for the person's well-being and then this attraction, which for me has never really been based on the physical. Mm-hmm. I just don't, it just doesn't do it for me. Actually, to the contrary, I'll see a, a man and if he is very attracted to me, it's a turnoff because I automatically, really? yes, because I automatically assume like, oh, he's an asshole because he knows he's cute. Oh, you know, he yeah. knows he's cute and I don't, I, he's going to treat me like shit. Like that's just the first thing that goes through my head. So I tend to find guys who aren't super attractive. Like I'm willing to be more. Open. Don't let me find out you seeking out the ugly people. I have. <laughs> I, well, I won't say ugly, No, but people who aren't like at first sight you're like oh my gosh you know Mm -hmm. like you told me once you like eye candy i have not dated a lot of eye candy and so the whole attractiveness for me has been how you treat me Mm -hmm. like you were saying Mm -hmm. um that sort of thing and then the connection has been like we like the same things we have things in common like we view life in similar ways or we just have you know that sort of connection so yeah, I would say that we we have a similarity in that sense. So, have you ever taken the love languages test? Yes, I have. So I actually took it not too long ago. Really? Yeah. So, what did you get? Hold on, I'm about to tell you. First of all, it's low percentages for everything, so that means I must speak all the languages, right? If it's low, what's what's the percentages? Okay, the biggest percentage was twenty nine percent. And that was acts of service. That was mine. For real? Yes. Okay. And then the next one was physical touch. That was 26%. No surprise there. I'm just joking. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) Then quality time, 19%. Oh, wow. That's low. And all of it is kind of low, but... Yeah. And then receiving gifts was 16%. Words of affirmation, 10%. That is really low. It's all spread out. Yeah. Well, I wonder what that says about you. I think it means I'm open. Well, this is me. I think it means I'm open to all the love languages to a certain extent, right? Like, I I can speak them all. Yeah, you kind of speak all of the love languages. So does that kind of speak to how you are when you're 
in love? Like, do you do all of those things? Do you speak all of those languages or do you? I don't think I'm good at words of affirmation Mm. because I like, I'm really guarded. Like when you, when I first, when any, when I first get to meet anybody, like I don't let people in easily. Right. It takes a while before I become unguarded and you see my real true self. Okay, that's everybody, I think. You think so? Because you know they say you meet the person's representative first. The mask. Yeah. Yeah. And then their true colors come out. But even when I get to know, I just don't, I have a very small circle. I know I said this before, Mm -hmm. but it's true. But I feel like I could do better at words of affirmation, like telling my partner, Mm -hmm. you know, I love them or, you know, boosting them up, making them feel feel good about themselves or whatever. Has your current partner or past partners ever told you like hey i really wish you would affirm me more no they're never not in those words they can't they don't communicate most men they're not good i don't think it's just straight saying i need you to give me some more words you know what i mean or they wouldn't say it like that maybe like how come you never well that's still i think that you never compliment me or i know i did one past relationship i had he never came right out and said it, but he would do things because he wanted to hear me say it. Like, hmm. you know, dress nice okay. or, you know, do things. He wanted me to see him looking like dress good. And he liked to see me looking like, mm, you look nice. Yeah. You know, he would do things without saying, hey, I need to hear this from you. I just learned that mm-hmm. from how, you know, being with him. You know what that reminds me of? Kind of a little bit of uh, off the beaten path. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it. I hope you don't get mad at me. Remember you texted me and you was like... Here we go. You was like, this select word didn't even say anything. I got my hair oh, done. Yeah. I texted him a picture. <laughs> I came in the house. And then at one time you was like, so you ain't going to say nothing about my hair? Yeah, I just <laughs> straight up asked him. <laughs> So it seems like even though, what was that on your list? Affirmation? That was 10%. So that's your least. Yeah. So if I'm putting forth the effort to actually want to hear it. Then I, what does that mean? That you better be saying something. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but I mean, it was good for, for me to have that conversation with you because you did help me to put it in perspective. Number one, I always say, if you're going to do something, do it for yourself. Yeah, exactly. So that reminder right there. And then you were like, well, Felicia, is it possible that, you know, this is, of course I rolled my eyes, but you did have a point where you were like, well, Felicia, is it possible that, you know, he just thinks that you look pretty all the time. So that was just nothing to him. It was another day. Yeah. 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 And then you gave an example about how you have been in a relationship with someone and that's just y'all's way of communicating where you send pictures to each other mm-hmm. not necessarily for um affirmation ex- yeah for no not, not for a response but just because that's your way of sharing each other's lives yeah so i mean that helped for me to put it in per- to perspective so what about that that specific moment made you want the compliment want the affirmation well, honestly, the only reason why I did it um, was because Valentine's Day was coming oh, up. Oh, okay. So I was like doing things in preparation for Valentine's oh. Day because that was kind of like, well, it wasn't kind of. It was our first um, Valentine's Day as a couple mm-hmm. and we were going to be together. And so honestly, I wanted to get my hair done, but if the holiday hadn't been coming up, I probably wouldn't have did it as, mm-hmm. at, you know, as far as timing is concerned. So like in your mind, it was like, I'm getting pretty for you. Basically. And yeah. you're not even recognizing that. Yeah, my it was effort. like dead ass silence. Like, damn. <laughs> it was a compliment in disguise. I feel whatever. Don't try to help them out. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Okay. Well, I, I said a little bit earlier, but when I took the test, um, acts of service, I think my most recent time acts of service came out, but I've taken this test more than once. And I feel like each time I get something different and I feel like my love language changes depending on the relationship. Or you're getting older. So things change. Yeah, that could be it too. That could be it too. 
But I wonder, like, does my love language reflect what I'm, what I need from that specific relationship? You know it what might, I mean? Yeah. Like, depending maybe, on how they are. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe I'm acts of service because you don't do shit for me. Oh lord. You know what girl. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'm quality time because you live far away and I can't be with you all the time, Mm -hmm. you know? Cause I remember that was Oh, because you kind of feel like it might be an area that's lacking for whatever reason. Right. So now it's like coming through the test. Yeah. So with you having low scores with that, with that theory, I guess that means that you're getting satisfied in pretty much all the areas. No, I'm not getting no gifts. Many, none of oh, them that. are like screaming. <laughs> you hear what I said? I ain't getting no gifts. You just got a gift. <laughs> Let me stop before I get in trouble. You but just, he, he ain't listening to this. He don't even know this exists. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, rewind a little bit. Okay. Remember when you were talking about acts of service and you said it seemed like you were surprised that you got acts of service. Were yeah. you surprised? Why? Um. Wait, no. Was I surprised? You were like, acts of service. service. Like, hmm. Well, I guess because I feel like I have a, a preconception about the acts of service. Why? Language. You think it's superficial? Yeah, like, do stuff for me. Like, you know, like, that just feels very self-centered. <laughs> I don't think nature. so. Because it could be as simple as, babe, when you go into the kitchen, DMI and grab me a, a bottle of water or something like that. And then my gut reaction is like, you got two legs. <laughs> Get your own yeah. damn water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I guess I just didn't. You know what? I take that back. I think I know the reason why that might have come out as my first one. Because... And I I know you feel this too. Mm -hmm. As a, even though you're not single in the sense of like you have a partner, um, but as like an independent woman, you feel like the weight of the world is on your back oftentimes. Mm -hmm. And to have someone who's willing to take that burden off of your shoulders, it feels very loving. Yeah. Because nobody else is trying to do that for you. Yeah, I could see that. Here's another thing, though. When I, um, the relationship that I was in previously, the, his love language, I, well, the way he expressed love to me was through gifts mm. and through mm, kind of acts of service, but mostly gifts. Mm-hmm. And I think, I guess maybe you just become accustomed to other how other people express their love to you, mm-hmm. even though it might not be your love language. You're like, okay, well, that's just how he expresses his love. Right. And then you go into maybe another relationship and it's you're in a relationship where they don't give gifts, but you've grown accustomed to receiving yeah, gifts. Yeah, you got used to it's it. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Even though that's not really your love language. But you grew to speak it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's how you, that person, that's how that person expressed their love to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. I would like to know if the person who created this test or anybody has done further research on like how the love languages change within relationships and like ebb and flow depending on the type of relationships. I think it's just all very interesting. It is, definitely. But I want to get to. why i really wanted to have this discussion with you oh boy here we go okay so mistakes that you've made have you ever been a fool for love felicia hell yeah plenty of times story time friend lord girl so like give me an example and tell me like why 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 would you do that i mean i can't Think of a specific example off I the can. top of my head. You want me to probe you? No, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that I can say that I've made a mistake in hindsight is kind of like dragging something out that should have been ended a long ass time ago. Like, Water in the tank. dude ain't never had no intentions of marrying you. So what the hell are you still doing here for? Was that the one? Wasting my motherfucking time. Was that the water <laughs> in the tank reference? That we no, but he to? could he could be in he he can be thrown in there too. So let's talk about him. Oh lord, and his old ass. <laughs> so how did we even get to the point where 
he started doing things to literally jeopardize your livelihood. Um, when he when I told him basically that it's over and it's not gonna work out, I feel like that's when he started doing things like that, like sabotaging and like out of revenge. Mm-hmm. But how did you even get to the point where you're like, this isn't gonna work out? Cause like okay, so he and I were together. We dated, and he was actually still married but separated from his wife which you did not know that he was uh separated Mm -hmm. i did know he was separated okay but i still entered into the relationship anyways that's Mm -hmm. a mistake right there oh okay all right so i i would say for me personally that i i can't really see myself being in a relationship with anybody who's not all the way totally divorced really hell yeah because if they're legally separated. Well, that's that's already a question mark right there. If they were even legally separated, looking back Why? now. Why? Well, now he's back with her. Oh. So. But I mean, like, I remember you telling me, and I do want you to talk about this story, but, you know, I like to unpack these things. Yes, you know, got we to know. Unpack. So <laughs> you, you were married before. And you told me once that your divorce took like years. Yes, and I did have fun while I was in the process of being divorced. I, I was in relationships and dealings. So how would you feel if someone came and approached you during your divorce, which was very elongated, and mm-hmm. was like, oh, well, you're still married, so there's nothing going to go on here. And for four years, you were battling people telling you because you're still married. I feel like it's not that black and white. I would respect that, though, honestly. Really? Yeah, because I get it. I get why they would feel that way based on the experiences that I've had. Now, if we're just out here playing, 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 and there's nothing, there's no matters of the heart at stake, then so be it. But okay. if it's like a, a somebody who really, truly loves me or I really, truly love them and they don't want to get hurt... And they have reservations about the fact that I'm not totally divorced. Cool. I mean, I can respect that if they tell me that up front. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get back to the regularly scheduled You program. disagree? I do. Really? I don't think it's fair for people. Because divorce is not cut and dry for everybody. You know that firsthand. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're trying to move on and you're doing your damnest to separate from this person and they're, like, throwing monkey wrenches into the process and making it hard for you... You're just supposed to have your life on pause indefinitely until this other motherfucker gets it together. But who said it's on pause? You can still do things. You can still date. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you're saying it's a mistake for you and this this guy who you were with for you to get into any kind of relationship with him because he was separated. He wasn't legally divorced. For me personally, yeah. I wouldn't. Because we were at, like, we actually lived together and all that. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know that I would be... Um, co- that committed in, into something with somebody who is not divorced. Sorry, maybe. I'm not sorry. Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> it reminds me of the cup I got you for Christmas. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Yeah, nah. <laughs> I mean, but, that's fair. That's your perspective. Yeah, I mean, I get both sides. I don't mm-hmm. think it's necessarily fair, but maybe it's just a case-by-case, person-to-person, you know, situation so for this person specifically it was a mistake for you to get into a relationship with him knowing that he was separated but not divorced with his wife to his wife Mm -hmm. so the relationship persisted and you lived with him for how long three years wow we lived together for three years i realized it was that long yeah i mean it was like there was other red flags besides that that I didn't ignore, or I mean, I, that I did ignore, sorry. And then, um, I just feel like it was a farce looking back at it. I don't know that he really was even going through the divorce process because there were times when he'd be gone for like lengths of time, not like overnight trips or nothing like that, but like all day. Mm-hmm. And then, um, one time we even he even had me go to court with him for supposedly some something related to the divorce and <laughs> like we got dressed and drove and You took off too, right? Did I take Yeah, I had to have because it was during the day mm-hmm. and 
his the case wasn't even on the damn docket. Like, Girl, what? So what did, <laughs> tell me again what he said about that. He just, I was like, oh, oh my god, what's going on? Like, what he was calling the lawyers, and the lawyers wasn't answering. They were probably like, this nigga. The fact that he went far enough to drive to the court, isn't that like sociopath behavior? Maniacal. Yeah. Like committed. Yes. So, okay, so at what point did you realize this is not going to work out? Well, the divorce never, nothing ever moved forward. It was always like, oh, this is delayed, this is delayed, this is delayed. I'm like, what's going on? Something is not right. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, three years, there's no movement at all. That is very strange. Yeah, so in the end, I kind of started to um, drift away from him mm-hmm. and then for whatever some for whatever reason I ended up beginning to talk to an ex again and I the feel gift giving ex yes okay and so him and I started talking it was I say innocent but is it really innocent if you're talking to an ex and you're with somebody but that's a whole nother topic yeah. of conversation yeah. that I know we see differently we so do. um I started talking to the ex and then things started to um, rekindle a little bit, not in like any kind of physical or sexual nature, just that bond, I guess, got relit, uh-huh. so to speak. And so I was like, you know what, I need to just break things off with the current guy mm-hmm. and let him know this is not working out and that I wanted him to move out because um, he had moved in with me and then... I told him I wanted him to leave and then he didn't want to leave. And then it was just this having to go to court and like do it the official way Mm. to get him out of the house. Mm. And then. Holy hell. So you had to pay court fees for this guy. Basically. Yeah. To him, for him to get out. And then he like the, 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 what is it? The straw that broke the camel's back was I had gotten a call. I had gotten a new car not that long before one day I went out to go to me and the kids went to go leave in the morning to go to work and school and uh, went to go back out the driveway and the, the car stalled mm-hmm. and I'm like what the fuck this is a brand new car mm-hmm. <laughs> why are we having this issue turned out um, I was doing all this investigating like I had contacted the gas the gas station where I last got gas so I was like y'all need to check y'all <laughs> man <laughs> levels and they were like ma'am our levels are fine and then I took it to the dealership they wouldn't honor the warranty what and then I had to go to this little mom and pop repair shop and the guy's like ma'am are you sure nobody has a personal vendetta against you and I'm like what are you talking about then they they showed me like a little empty Pepsi bottle and where they had emptied out the tank uh-huh and you know, gas has a certain color to it. Uh-huh. That shit was light, 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 light. Ever from, clear. Yes, from somebody putting water in my gas tank. And nobody has access to my car except my mother. I know she wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I would keep my car locked like... I double check. I'm the type of person who double check to make sure it's locked before I go to bed at night. Yeah. And there's a newer car, you know, the kind of the gas tank locks. Yes. Yes. Okay. So clearly, somebody had to access it with a key. Right. And actually unlock the gas tank, pop it. Yes. To actually put the water in there. But he swears up and down that he did, it wasn't him. So I don't have hard and fast evidence that he did it, but. But you know the real sociopathic <laughs> part of this story the one, is you, that you told me he randomly called your yes, ass that day. And came home. And was like, hey, is everything okay? Yeah, he never would come home during the day, ever. And I, I didn't, like, through the whole ordeal, I did not call him at all. Like, that morning when all this stuff's going on, I didn't call him. And, like, he randomly called me. He's like... Well, how come you're not at work? And da, 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 da. I'm like, really? Nigga? Oh my God. <laughs> then he showed up and he's like, what's going on? Like he wanted to try to come in and save the day like a superhero. I know this story. And I'm I was at so like, mad. Wow. Like I haven't heard it before. It's just crazy. Yeah. So, People are crazy. I don't know what I did. 
to deserve that. But I mean, you feel like it was a karmic thing. I don't know. I always, uh, yeah, I always go back and say, "Damn, what did I do? Like, what did I? What have I done?" I mean, I told him that it was over, and I guess he what didn't want to leave, and then. We had the same phone plan. Mm -hmm. And I remember the day that it happened where he... Like, I had told him I wanted him to leave. He wouldn't leave. So I'm going on about my life. He going about his life. Mm -hmm. I'm continuing to uh, talk to the ex. And um, he he called himself being on the phone phone with the phone company, trying to get some kind of information. And I was cooking. And he's like, (sighs) hey, babe, like, what's your... I think he said the last four of my social or something like that. And I'm like, what for? And I gave it to him. So he, I, basically, I gave him the information to be able to pull the phone records. So oh, he pulled the phone shoot. records so he could see, like, all my phone activity. <gasps> so I guess that's when he got a clue that I had already decided to move on. But oh, at wow. the same time, and I know this is probably me making excuses. I'm being messy. But I told him I didn't want it. This is over. Yeah. Like, why are you still here? Yeah. Not to make excuses for myself, because it's wrong, but in the end, like, putting gas in the fucking, I mean, water in the gas tank is a bitch move. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Like, who does that? And he is, like, a good 10 years older than me. Girl, he was in his. Mm. You found you a nut. Yeah, and then when I and then like when it was over, over he would like he was still like he got he called the police to be let back in the house. Well, like he, he that has was a, his residence, saying he has a right to be here. Water rights, girl. I was like, okay, you clearly know I don't want you here no more, but you're just gonna be here anyway. And then I like he broke in once when, too, right? Yeah, he broke in like when me and the kids came home from uh work and school and I had previously I had put all his stuff in a big pile downstairs so that mm-hmm. when he did finally come to get it he could just pick his stuff up and go mm-hmm. but do you think that he did that of course not he broke into the damn house through the garage Girl. through the back door took all his stuff and then some took the tv <gasps> off the wall oh <laughs> He got the TV. You ain't telling me that, friend. Took the TV off the wall, girl. Took a took a weed whacker. <laughs> the hell? Random stuff. So yeah. And is back with his wife. Now, yeah. Back with the wife. That's some crazy shit if I ever heard it. And I've seen him since all that stuff happened. Like one time I went to a funeral and he was there. And then um he's called me a couple of times. But I don't talk to him. I don't have nothing to talk to him about. And then, isn't this the same guy who you helped him get a car? Yeah, that's another mistake. And then he, like, he did something to where the responsibility fell on you, right? Mm. Yeah. Girl, that's some shit. He did. He was like, I remember when I helped him get the car, and he was like, I'll do everything possible to to pay it. You know, to make the payments and everything. Even if I have to, this is a quote, even if I have to go pick up cans. And recycle them. That was a damn damn lie. (laughs) Oh my god! So yeah, don't sign nothing to nobody. How old were you? How old were you when this happened? Um, that was like, I want to say. So how old am I now? That was maybe about seven years. No. Yeah, about seven years ago, maybe. So your mid thirties. Yeah. Early 30s. Yeah. He was like 10 years older than me, though. So he was already kicking in 50. his 50s. Yeah. Kicking, knocking on 50s door. So again, learn. nothing but a number. Nothing but a number. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to common sense. Hell yeah. So oh what about gosh. you, friend? Because that was a mouthful of mistakes. That was. Yeah. And you know what? I feel so much better because I ain't got something. I don't have anything that comes close to that shit, Felicia. But I still feel dumb for the things that I've done. And the one story that I was going to talk about on this podcast was... um, So I had a tendency in the past to be... You know how they always say like there's always one person who likes the person more than the other one? (laughs) I was the one who liked my partner more than they liked my ass. Okay. 
So I'm doing the most um, per usual. And this guy told me that, you know, he had had a long day at work and I was going to go see him. And so he texted me and told me like he was wrapping up or whatever. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to go get you some dinner and I'll meet you back at your house so that, you know, I can give you your dinner. We can spend some time together, blah, blah, blah. So I go, you know, and skip to the little buffalo wings and get him his salad. And he liked Coke. So I got him a little Coke and I stood like trying to find it. Remember Coke? You're so put the thoughtful, names. friend. They put the names on the You found box. his name. I couldn't find his name, but I was but looking. But you looked. I looked through all the Coke, tried to find his name. Ooh, I'm so dumb. Dumb as hell. And couldn't find it. So I got a regular Coke and... I sat in that driveway waiting for this guy for like an hour and a half. An hour and a half, friend. Like Bozo the Fool. What did you do for that long period of time? I was just sitting, listening to music, waiting, waiting for him to text me. Where are you? So finally, he tells me something happens at work. He's not, it's going to be a while, whatever. I'd already been waiting for a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, just to add a little color to the story, my mom is texting me like, what the hell you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, as I wait, like, oh, what the hell you doing? She yeah. knew where I was going. Mm-hmm. She was like, this fool ain't coming home. Why oh, are you damn. sitting in the driveway? Mama had to step in. She did. So I'm like, I finally, it finally gets through my brain that, okay, this, this isn't going to work out for me. Why did I put the Coke <laughs> in his mailbox? To make sure that he got his Coke. Didn't leave the salad in there because it was summertime. I didn't want the salad to wilt. But put the Coke in the mailbox. Girl. And didn't didn't even question it. Was just like, oh, that's so unfortunate. You know, his his work <laughs> got him all tired. No, he's hungry. Aww. I bet he's thirsty. Let me just put this Coke in the mailbox. You are my thoughtful friend, <laughs> for real. Lord Jesus. Oh my gosh. And now I look back and I'm just Wait, like, how long How long ago was that? How- how old would you say you were? Okay, so I've been back here in my hometown for since 2017. I started dating. It had to be like 2017, 2018. It's so like three years ago. Oh, that wasn't that long ago, friend. No, it wasn't. Okay, so do you, this is this is kind of off topic, but do you believe that he really did get caught up at no, work? No, I no, I don't. And if at not, the time, then he's trifling. Sorry. He, well. I think he was sneaky in, in multiple different ways. There were just a couple, like you said, some red flags that were going off. And mm-hmm. it was something that because I was so into him, into the idea of what the relationship could be, because I think that's really what I've been falling in love with a lot in the my potential. life. The potential. Is the potential. Yeah. Right? So because of that, I couldn't see the forest from the trees. Um, but looking back, I'm like, oh no, like he could have damn near been in somebody else's house. He could. Well, I was about to say in some some draws, in some draws. Yeah. But I was going to be a little (laughs) bit more vulgar. Oh Oh, God, Felicia. But yeah, no. So I definitely have been a fool for love. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's a hard thing to look back on because it's just like, you know, I like to think that I'm an intelligent person, but yeah. then I look at the things that I've done and I'm just like, where is the sense? Like, how did that make sense? How? I mean, I get what you're saying, but have you lived it all if you've never been a fool for love? I don't know. I feel like some people do like, you know how they say you don't have to touch the stove to know it's hot. True. Like, why didn't that just click? Why can't it just click before you have to be foolish? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, so one of the things that my mom said after the situation was, girl, anybody could have got you in that parking lot. You know what I mean? sitting like that. Like, watching you sitting there, you're vulnerable, it's nighttime. Like, what are you doing? Like, where, the wheels aren't turning, boo. Mm -hmm. She was looking at it from a safety perspective. Yeah, and it's like, all of that just didn't click. Mm-hmm. And it's just embarrassing to think that I have made myself vulnerable, not just that time, but many, a plenty of time for the sake of wanting to be in love, wanting a companion, wanting things to work out. I just think it's kind of pathetic. <laughs> no, stop being so hard on yourself. I mean, I don't, I haven't, 
I well, think it's I think it's though. a good thing to be open to loving someone. Not necessarily that you're choosing the right people to be that way with, mm-hmm. but I think it's I think it is a beautiful thing to open your heart up and to open up, you know, to be vulnerable, to try to love somebody. Cause so, there I has mean, to be another way, friend. Well, yeah, okay. So for that particular instance. <laughs> <laughs> I might would have been like, well, hit me up when you're on your way home or hit me up when you get you home. Then I will come yes. and see you. Yes. And then after a certain time, say, if it's, well, if it's after X amount of time, then I'll just catch up with you. Yeah. That's what a logical Another person. day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, you live and learn. You live and you learn. Okay. You live and you learn. I made dumb decisions after that, too. So do you really Haven't learn? we all? Transition. Have you learned? Hell, hell no. <laughs> I'm still doing dumb shit. Why, friend? For love. All for love? Yeah. I mean, what else is there to... I mean, you know, the mind don't really be thinking straight when it's in love sometimes, you know? So you feel like your past mistakes have not impacted your approach to love now at all? Oh, yeah, definitely. I have hang-ups now. Like, Mm -hmm. even now... My significant other be saying, oh, you always male bashing. But I say the same thing to him. Oh, you always female bashing. Hmm. But I know it's because of the experiences that we both had. Right. Yeah. So in what ways have you grown and what ways are you still hung up? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm, I don't even, I mean, I know I've grown, but I think that, child, I don't even know. You answer the question. And what ways have I grown? And what yeah. ways am I hung up? You're just doing less foolish things. Yeah. So one thing that I struggled with a lot was, like I said earlier, codependency. Um. And I was... seek. So, okay. Just a little context here. My entire life, I'm talking since birth to... When, when did you graduate college? 22? Education was my only goal. Like... Relationships, love, just nowhere in sight. Like that just was never my priority. I didn't have a prom date. I've never had a boyfriend in college. I didn't have my first kiss until I was out of damn college, pretty much. Um, Nothing, just nothing. I was just totally focused on just trying to check the boxes. Mm -hmm. So when I left college, I was like, oh, love and relationships is the next box. That was the next So I have to put everything that I have into trying to fulfill this need. And so that bred like a lot of codependency and thinking that I needed to be with someone in order to be okay with myself. And I think that, you know, because that mindset is so toxic, of course it opens the door to doing things that you wouldn't do if you have any kind of concern for yourself, your safety, you know? Mm -hmm. But I've grown in the sense of like really feeling okay with like, if it happens, if it doesn't happen, it's okay. Like I still have this life to live and I'm going to experience joy and I'm going to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. And having that sort of foundation um, and that stability has allowed me to kind of see things from the perspective of, oh, like we don't really have to do this. You know, if you're not going to act right, right, I'm okay. <laughs> you know, I don't need to be with someone mm-hmm. um, if that person is not going to be an asset uh, so in that way, I've grown. But I feel like I still do have hangups because I'm trying to think in what ways I have hangups. I think sometimes, maybe because of my past experiences, I'll be too quick to jump the gun. Like, they'll do something and they have their own rationale for why they're doing it, which may be positive, might not have like completely bad intentions. But because I've experienced hurt in the past, I automatically think it means that you don't care about me or mm-hmm. you're not being very truthful and honest and loyal. And it's like, it's not even about that. Um, case in point, like I remember there have been some times where maybe that person was really busy during the day and they didn't communicate with me as much as they had in the past. Mm-hmm. And I completely jumped to, oh, well, I guess what the relationship's doing? over what because y'all, y'all <laughs> you, you don't care. You don't care enough to keep in contact with me. You're not communicating with me. Like that's a sign of you not being interested where it's like, no, life just fluctuates for people, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So I would say that's, that's my hang up. I think that's good growth. I think so too. Yeah. I think so too. 
I think with me, the, the best answer I can give you at the moment is being able to recognize when somebody is not, doesn't have good intentions for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. versus being so naive, you know, and always taking people... At their word. Yeah. I've learned to to kind of spot the signs and recognize, you know, the game for yeah. whatever it's worth. Yeah. And then, um, and then even if I do choose to continue to have dealings with that person, I think asserting myself more versus just going along with it Mm -hmm. like I usually will speak up and say something or be like no I'm not cool with that yeah instead of just letting it fly yeah yeah I think I've learned to do that more as I've gotten older so tell me what one of your hang-ups are trust Mm. I definitely have trust issues like it's ridiculous yeah yeah (laughs) but is it ridiculous based on your history I mean, like it's very rational. Well, it goes along with it goes hand in hand. Yeah, it, it explains why, but at the same time, like, I I really constantly have to work on reeling it in. Mm-hmm. You know, what like, do you mean reeling it in? Like, like kind of how you were saying, oh well, I haven't heard from this person, so what? Oh. Are, like, what are they doing? Yeah. Where are you at? Yeah. Who are you with? <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> Who are you doing? <laughs> yeah, who are you doing? <laughs> Because, you know, I mean, just like you said, a person just might be busy or they're doing their own thing or, you know, they don't feel like talking. I mean, there's been plenty of times when I'm not doing nothing, which is crazy because I used to be with somebody who used to accuse me all the time Mm -hmm. of doing wrong. I wasn't doing a damn thing. Mm. I was just being being at home doing nothing. I wasn't doing nothing. Literally, I was being a good girl. Now, ain't that the pot calling the kettle black? And I would be getting accused. He would pop up all hours of the night trying to, you know, scoping out. Mm, Give give her. Yeah. There will be times (laughs) where he would be like, pop up and he'll be like, whose car is this in the, you know, like in the public parking area of Uh the complex? Yes. How the hell am I supposed to know? I don't know. You don't. Those are not your assigned spaces. That was some creepy stuff. That's stalker behavior. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. So I remember we did talk about um, kind of giving this a positive spin to the love <laughs> pool <laughs> conversation and talking about whether or not you've had somebody who acted a fool over you. I think water in the tank is some foolish behavior. Well, yeah. But that's not out of love. That's out of revenge. So when I think about this question, I think about... If you like intentionally made somebody look like a fool, yes. like you knew you was doing wrong, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but on the same token, I f- I have definitely made other people look like fools. How? Give me an example. Just lying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, or, what? Or entertaining. I I have definitely entertained multiple men at the same time. Right. For sure. Yeah. And they didn't know that I was, you know, entertaining multiple men. And when I say entertain, I'm not saying sleeping with them. Mm-hmm. Like a whole bunch of dudes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but even, even if, if I... You were, I was about okay. to say... Listen. <laughs> if I wanted It's 2021. To. Don't start. Exactly. Um, okay. So one thing... Oh, God. I'm telling on myself. So if they ever listen to this, they'll know I lied this whole shout out to time. As they say on Around the Wind Girl, shout out to you. You know who you are. <laughs> There was one time when I went, I was supposed to be meeting up with a guy, um, and <laughs> I was supposed to be there at a certain time, uh-huh. but I was actually on a date with somebody else. Oh, shit, friend. <laughs> and they were waiting on me for like, I don't even know how long, at least a good 45 minutes, maybe an hour. Yeah, that sounds like some shit I would be caught up in. And to this day, like I used to be like, oh, I was with um, my girlfriends and I didn't know that like, I went to the bathroom and I didn't know they were going to order me another drink. But in reality, it was the dude ordering me another drink. Oh, wow. And I was late getting to the other dudes to meet up with him. Damn. And... I I maintain that lie. I've never admitted this to anybody. So it's out now. It's It's in the universe. So 
that's definitely making somebody look like a fool if they're out there waiting, 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 waiting for me to get there. You're a savage. I'm just out here having a good time with somebody else. Mm. That's foul. That is foul. Yeah. I hope you were young. Yeah, I was younger, but I had both of my kids, so I wasn't that young. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it is what it is. I don't think I've ever made somebody look that damn Like maliciously, though. like you actually... No, not... Mal- I've never done so- anything malicious to anyone. Mm-hmm. That's good. No. Keep no. being that way, friend. Well, I, I got my ass dragged being nice. Well, yeah. So, they you They say nice doesn't get you anywhere. Maybe I need to be a little more savage. No. No, I'm just joking. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll always be sweet. Yeah, please stay sweet, that's TT. The, that's the Libra in me. I'm a Libra rising. Okay, I don't know about claiming Libra. Lib- oh! The gift giver was... Is, mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe his balance a little tip. Maybe. Tip we, I, he I, we need to go look him up, his birth chart. Maybe. Well, I feel like that is a pretty good summation. Yeah. And plus we talked about how we've grown, you know. Yeah, yeah. Thank so. God for growth. Thank God for growth. And we're still growing. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Oof. It's a journey. Definitely. So moving on to a corporate day in your life or the corporate days of our lives. So what's your what's your contribution this week, friend? Well, remember earlier when I told you I was tired. Yeah. It's because I've been working all freaking weekend. I think that's so dumb. That shit is draining as hell. I just don't understand why you make those decisions. I understand that there's Suzette on your back. <laughs> but um, what's she going to do? Beat your behind? No, but it keeps her off my back and all them claws off of me from that other department. So you working over the weekend is the solution. Yes, because then it's moved on. They they need they got their pieces and parts moved forward and it's the it's not on me, at least for a couple of days. But here's the thing. Like the day that I decided, okay, I'm gonna work, um, how many people reached out to me? Our boss um, somebody else in the other department reached out to me. The traffic manager reached out to me for the particular job. And then you mentioned it, remember? Oh, that was the thing? Yes. And then, Okay, wait, but don't you be don't you be putting this no, out no, on I'm me? Not, I'm just telling somebody you. Somebody told me. So that. you can understand all the different people that reached out to me. Wow. Then on top of that, remember when our boss was out of the office and there was other people that she put on her out of office email that you can contact? Yes. Okay. Then another person that was on her out of office email reached out to me. That's like five or six different people. About the same damn job. So I'm like, look, I said I would move this shit forward, and that's what I'm going to do. So by the time she come into Suzette, by the time she log in tomorrow morning, all that shit will be done. But yeah. all I, I say all of that to say that I'm tired. I, that's not something I would normally do. Mm-hmm. And I see now why I don't do it, because I don't feel rested. And the yeah. other thing is that and then I'm done complaining. Why do people feel like if you they don't like the response that you give them, they're just gonna go straight to your boss? Like yes. that's go, is that gonna cha- is that gonna change anything? Sometimes it does actually. For who? For people who bullshit around because we don't bullshit around. We do our work. I have had that happen to me once where someone didn't like my response and they went to my boss and my boss was like, "No, you are gonna do what they ask you to do. We um, we're we're gonna break process for them." Some really? people just hold that weight. Yeah. Okay, so I've never really had that happen to me um, other than can you just move this to the top of the list, which Mm. I already was doing anyway. Mm. But the other part is the whole thing kind of spiraled out of control in my mind personally Mm -hmm. because a particular person, I left her off, so that makes seven people, reached out to my boss. Oh, my God. Like, why can't you just email me and say, hey, 
I know I don't know what you got going on, but is it possible? Can you move this up on your list of priorities? Yes. Oh is my it possible? God. Tia's like, is it so and so? I'm like, yes. Because uh, <laughs> I already know. But why can't you just like email me? And I get it if you're dealing with somebody who is not responsive. Yeah, or reliable, mm-hmm. or just dicking around. But <laughs> I don't do that. So. Right. I don't get it, but I'm done. But yeah, that's my my corporate effed up <laughs> weekend of your life. Yeah, <laughs> without pay. Oh, but what gosh. about you, friend? I hate that. I hate that. Well, I I can lighten it up a bit. Okay, good. So I'm really good for not taking days off unless I'm actually gonna go somewhere. Like I actually need the day off. I just won't take a day off. So like the last day before Friday that I had taken off was like someday during Thanksgiving where I was going to be like out of town. Really, friend? Yeah. You haven't had a day off since November? Nope. That is unacceptable. Be- okay, miss, I work on the weekends. But I, how many times have I been <laughs> off since November? A lot. I don't know about a lot. You I've do here out. and I there. Know. Well, not a lot, but I have taken days. Yeah, to make up for the days that you're supposed to have off. Anyways. Anyways. Um, <laughs> because I just feel like if I'm not going to use that day for like an event or travel or whatever, like why am I taking off for what? And so I took this day off because I needed it. Like mental health days are real. Yes, they are. And so I took off Friday and oh my God, it felt so good. I'm so proud of you to just wake up no agenda you know what i mean like just do whatever i hung out with my mom and it just felt good and i had a three-day weekend that felt really good because these weekends be flying friend yeah they do record time so yeah so did it feel weird like to have three days or like what am i gonna do i don't have anything to do hell no i woke up happy as hell i was like (laughs) i can lay in this bed all day it'll be a successful day to me that's good though but seriously mental health days are legit very real real. so i'm gonna be doing my due diligence moving forward every once in a while and i know when i need it i can feel it you know i start to feel more irritable um yeah so when i start to feel that or drained um i'm gonna actually take a day off and just it doesn't have to be for any reason but to rejuvenate right And I think that we should learn to also take it a step further Mm -hmm. before we even get freaky. Why do we have to wait until we start feeling it? Exactly. Like we should just throw throw it in there just for the hell of it. Just for the hell of it. You're right. It shouldn't have to come to. Oh God, I need to take it. Oh, oh, I'm feeling it. I got. I gotta go. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it more. Trust and believe. Good for you, friend. Thank you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. So we finally have some positivity. Are we moving into the optimistic realm yet? (gasps) (laughs) Say it ain't so. All right, Tia. It's time for one of your most favorite things in the world. What could it be? Table topics. (laughs) (laughs) But guess what? I'm a, I'm asking the question this mm. time. Tables have time. It's, it's super petty and super silly, but okay. we just gonna lighten it up a little bit. Okay. All right. So, what is something that's super silly or petty or superficial uh-huh. that you do or don't do now that you would have never did before the pandemic began? Before the pandemic began. Like, is there something that you do now that you, like, you would never have done before COVID began? Like a habit or a, like, I don't know. Oh, my god! Any new habits or any broken habits? A new or a broken habit? Um... Gosh, it's hard when I get put on the spot. Oh, now you know how it feels. I guess so. <laughs> okay. I guess. Okay, this is kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> but it is weird that the pandemic made me do this. So before the pandemic, 
I like I live alone, so I would never close the bathroom door when I went to the bathroom. Oh, really? Either number. I just wouldn't close the door. Mm-hmm. Now I do. Really? Yeah. What do you think brought that about? Well, you know how they say, like, don't shit where you eat. <laughs> <laughs> I guess because I'm home more. Oh, like, okay, let me do oh, my due diligence. Oh, because you're at home more. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Whereas I'm always running out of here. Yeah. I don't give a damn about this door. So now you shut it, no matter what. I shut what. the door. What about, like, for showers and stuff? You no, keep I don't it open. shut the door. Because I live alone, I don't shut the door during showers. Oh, okay, that, that makes sense. That scares me. Yeah. But yeah, if I use the bathroom, I will shut the door. Which is a good habit. Yeah. What about you? Um, As far as shutting the door? Or... No! <laughs> your answer to the question... <laughs> But since you brought it up, do you shut the door? You live with a bunch of people. If I, it depends on what bathroom I'm using. Yours, you but don't. I will say this. Okay, I don't. Li- you know, I don't live alone. No. So my bath, I have my my bathroom in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. So if I'm using the bathroom in there and like nobody's in the bedroom, usually it's open. Yeah. Because it's like in the cut kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if like somebody's in my bedroom. Or like if there's somebody else, like a visitor's in the house, like yeah. I close it. But downstairs, like if it's early in the morning <laughs> and everybody's like upstairs asleep or whatever, and I'm downstairs, I will leave it open. I don't close it all the time. Well, hey, which is crazy. Shit, it's your house. Yeah, I think I do close it if I'm like pooping. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Okay, so the thing that I do this super superficial uh-huh. that I never would have been caught dead with before the pandemic is my nails when they you know like if you paint your nails oh, and, and they then chip. they start to chip that I would have never I would have never in a thousand years been caught dead with chipped nail polish oh you wouldn't now it's whatever you're such a pretty girl prissy yeah. Yeah. I can't believe so now, chip like, would bother you. There were times like if like if I had to go into the office, because you know how I used to go into the office like mm-hmm. once a week, if mm-hmm. it was chipped, I would take the fingernail polish remover with me for the ride Felicia, into the office and take it off as I'm driving. Oh my gosh. Now I don't give a fuck. It's like <laughs> <laughs> So clearly that means you were doing it for people, not for you. Or I just I don't even know if it was for people. I just, I don't even, I can't even begin to tell you the rationale. It's a compulsive thing. Yeah, and now it's like, I don't care. It's like, well, everything about me ain't going to be put together. And it's mm-hmm. reflect. It's a reflection in these damn nails. So you're just okay. going to take these chip nails and that's what you're going to get. Listen. And that's it. Shout out to you for even painting your damn nails in the pandemic. I know. That used to be something I would do regularly is paint my nails, but really? now I've kind of fallen off. I do it every now and then. Mm-mm. I'm a sucker for fingernail polish, though. Like, don't don't let me go down the aisle. Really? Yeah. Fingernail oh. polish can get expensive. We're 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 <laughs> falling off the rails here. But anyways, yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I found this this episode to be quite amusing, very intriguing. Yeah, we was on a roll, girl. Highly Woo. passionate. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So I hope you enjoyed, fellow listener. Um, Yeah. So we'll be back in two weeks with episode three. Yep. Until next time. Until next time.